This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host, Arash Vasugi, and we're so thrilled to be back with you for another episode. Today, we're going to talk about releasing what no longer serves you, which is a timely episode as we go into the new year. And everyone is evaluating their previous year, looking at what they want to accomplish in the next year. What do you need to release to become that new version of yourself? So, Arash, how are you doing, my friend? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to get into today's topic, which was your idea. What does it mean to release what no longer serves you? Well, the reason I wanted to talk about this, I've had to release so many things in my life from where I was to where I am now. And every year we have to release things if we're really operating with the intent of creating massive quantum leaps. See, I think everybody should expect quantum leaps. That's my expectation. Because when we're 10x, 15x in our life, it's about setting goals that will lead you to a world-class life. And in order to do that, we can't keep holding on to what no longer serves us. So we could look at different roles that we play in our life that we have to look at that no longer serve us, that we have to release. We could look at our environment. Have I been settling for toxicity in my environment? Um, Do I have heavy energy going on and surrounding myself? Because that's a choice that no longer serves me. I could look at my behaviors. That's a big one that I work on. What behaviors got me to here, but will not get me to where I want to go that I have to release? And then what parts of my mindset are obsolete, that are outdated, that no longer serve me? So When we're looking at creating more and inspiring for something greater, that means we have to release part of us that we are so comfortable with that really we have to walk away from. And those are the different areas that I look at of what is wise for me to release. And I think to create something more, we've got to open the space for it. So we've got to let go of things that no longer serve us. So is this something that you do while setting a standard? So we encourage everybody to reevaluate their standards and see what standard do I need to set in order to achieve the goals that I have for 2024 or the version of myself that I want to become in 2024? And do you say, okay, this is the standard. And so here are the actions or habits or programs that I have right now that are not in alignment with that standard. And that helps you see what it is that you need to release. Or for someone who might be brand new to this sort of introspection, I know a mentor can really help because they help you see your blind spots, but how can they easily identify what those are? Well, it's interesting. I think there there's four things we have to ask ourselves first. Number one, do I have a sincere inner desire for change to create a massive quantum leap? We have to have a sincere, that's an authentic desire of really wanting it. Number two, we have to find out what are our workable principles to create that interchange. And one of them is releasing what no longer serves me. Number three, it takes a great deal of self-honesty. We've got to be explicitly honest with ourselves and not because of a need to be liked, but what best serves our growth. Because the whole purpose is to keep growing and growing. We can always get better. And the fourth is develop persistency. We've got to be persistent with it to develop a standard. 
See, standards, you know, it's so interesting because my biggest question is a lot of people say they have a standard, they'll communicate their standard, but is every decision coming from that standard? Are they living that standard? That's how you define standard. Standard is our code of ethics. It's our commitment to ourselves. It's really drawing a line in the sand. And so when we're releasing what we're talking about today, let's say somebody procrastinates all the time. Okay. So they're aware that they want to release procrastination. The first thing I would ask them is, do you have a definite goal? Number one, because there's no reason if you don't have a definite goal, a definite target that you're shooting for. And number two, if you're going to release procrastination, are you willing to get out of your comfort zone? Because the reason people procrastinate because they're married to their comfort zone. I want them to be married to what they're doing every day and where they want to go and be detached from the outcome. See, too many people are measuring themselves against the outcome, and it's not a good idea because the outcome, there's so many variances that can change. We want to measure ourselves against what we're doing every day. Am I working with an expectation? So for example, somebody who wants to release procrastination, they would be measuring against doing it now right away, everything they do every day. You know, so, but we want to make a, a list of what no longer serves us. We want to make a list. Let's say somebody doesn't have healthy boundaries. That's something they want to create. They want to release the idea of pleasing people. A lot of people don't have healthy boundaries because they're always worried about what somebody else is thinking. Well, that's not serving them because it's exhausting. I mean, we've all been there. I remember I used to always want to please people years ago. And it's exhausting. It's a heavy energy. And once I released it, I opened the space for much bigger ideas to come in. Raj, I love that you said make a list. So let's go through examples of what might be on that list. I'm assuming what might be on that list are behaviors, habits, relationships, versions of yourself, ways of thinking. Last week, we talked about purifying your heart or removing scarcity from your heart. That's something that you'd have to release. What else? There's so many things. You've named a bunch of them, but let's talk about obsolete mindsets. Uh, So let's look at what's outdated. Maybe their self-image is outdated. You know, so they could release their old image and have no attachment to it. Maybe it's the past. Maybe somebody's always coming from the past. See, if I'm coaching someone, I very rarely talk about their story. And the reason, it's not because I don't care about their story. It's because that's from their past. They're coming to me to get them to create a better future. So maybe it's somebody needing to release their past. Maybe it's somebody who does their action steps playing not to lose. Maybe they need to go all in. Maybe it's releasing playing not to lose. Maybe it's releasing fear. So we have so many parts of our mindset that we could look at, and I do it every year, and I encourage you doing it with an open-mindedness. Always see yourself as a beginner because that's when you can get to the truth. Like if I was a beginner, where would I want to improve? Watching myself right now. Well, okay, I want to improve my expectation of working with a swagger, working with this attitude, working with not letting the outside control how I take my action steps. So what would I need to release there? See, if we start asking ourselves great questions, we get great answers. But we want to ask ourselves bigger questions. And that's why we want to work with the assumption that whatever your goal is, multiply it by 10. Make it impossible at first. And then let's say you multiply it by 10. You say, 
you're coming from the new version of yourself. You've already made your list of what you need to release. Then ask yourself this question. How many clients would I need to achieve this in business or in health? What do I want my body to look like or in relationships? Like what are the type of relationships that would be ideal for me? What is the type of environment that I'm going to surround myself with that is going to create a massive jump for my growth? So when we start asking these questions, we're going to start getting answers. You know, my mentor used to always tell me, the second you ask a question, the answer comes right away. So I got really good at asking myself, not just questions, but big questions, bigger ideas. So I was always wanting to release the old idea. How do I release the old idea? Ask myself bigger questions from a bigger idea. And once we ask from a bigger idea, we start getting the answers right away. So Raj, now that we've gone through kind of how to identify what to release, what is the process of actually releasing something? You have to do it right away. You no longer think, feel, and act from that position. Releasing comes with setting a real high personal standard of committing to that. And that's when we release it. Like when somebody, a big one for people to release is the need to be liked. It is so damaging. That's why I say it. I can relate to it. And I've helped so many people break through this. When you release it, you've got to focus on building your worthiness. That's how you release it, by building your worthiness where you're more focused on how much do I like myself? Because we can't create something far greater coming from a feeling of inadequacy, feeling unworthy of it, feeling like I'm not good enough. So how do we build the opposite of it? We wanna start looking in the mirror every night, every morning and saying, I am so worthy of this person and start looking at our wins. And this is what happens. If you wanna build worthiness, this is a whole nother episode, but if you want to build worthiness, you want to look at stacking little wins. See, the more wins you stack, the more confidence you create. And success breeds more success. So it's not this big, big idea. It's a lot of small wins create so much confidence. So good. Okay, Raj, you said something so good a few minutes ago whenever you said maybe what you need to release is the current or past self-image that you hold of yourself, which is so powerful. We talk in one of our episodes about how you can never outperform your self-image or your identity. Now, let's say someone says, okay, that's me. I need to release my self-image or whatever it may be that they're releasing. Is this a one and done thing? Or is it possible that these things are releasing are going to creep back up and they're going to have to go through the process a few times? Am I making sense with the question? Yeah. yeah. So to release the old self-image, you're releasing the attachment of what you've always done, what you've always known. And so we want to release need and attachment because that's where the fear comes in. So what we want to do is we want to write out a clear statement of the person we want to behave like. That's what self-image is. You can change your self-image in moments through action. I always tell our elite clients that, what I do today is defining my new image. So you could change it right away. But for a lot of people, it takes time. For me, sometimes it takes time, you know, but now I'm at a different level of understanding of it, where if I want to change my image, I work with different actions. I start doing it right away. So you're living into the person, not just intellectually living it. You know, you go in and take different actions. See, two people could take the same action. And one person can do it with complete like acceptance of that action, like it's done. 
really build in your philosophy, it's done before I start. You have this knowingness. Now that person is going to change their image right away. They'll just automatically get out of their comfort zone one after the next because they've made a decision and went all in that they're going to work with the ideal idea of themselves they want. They're going to change their image by being in the spirit of the new image. The the other person could say, oh, I want to write it out. I want to think about it. I want to over plan. And then when I'm ready, that person has very little chance to change their image. Very little. So we want to write out a statement and then we want to become every word of that statement, whatever that image is. Every behavior matches that statement. So you have it with you. You could listen to it five, 10 minutes a day because that's the easiest way to rewire yourself. But then the most important thing is all day long, you think, feel, and act like that person. So you're releasing and you're stepping into that new person. So you're getting in the spirit of stepping in and living like that person would live. And you could do that with procrastination. You could say, as soon as I have an idea, I act on it right away. Then you act on it. You release it by doing the opposite. So every time we open the space by releasing what no longer serves us, we act on it. We fill that space with a new habit. So is all of this done with your goal in mind? So do you have your big goal in mind and you say, okay, this is who I want to be. So now I have to come up with the standards, the philosophy, the self-image that are in alignment with the goal and everything that's not in alignment with the goal, I have to release and I'm stepping into everything that is in alignment with it. Yeah. And you want to say a hard no when you made the decision to release it. So it's pretty simple. Like I want to make it so easy for people. So if they want to release, I keep using the word procrastination today. I don't know why, but I'm using it. But if they want to release procrastination, every time they're about to procrastinate, they say, no, I do not accept that. See, we, we want to build great awareness. Great awareness creates much better choices. And our better choices are going to create better results. So think about something you release. You're like, I am done with this. I am done. I'm not doing it. So you made that decision first that I'm releasing it. I'm done with it. You say no to any time it comes back in your mind. You're like, nope, I'm not doing it. It reminds you of something that is a pain. And you release that pain by just being direct with it. See, we've got to get to know ourselves to release. We've got to get to know ourselves to what doesn't serve us. And when we do that, it's easy to release things because you're working with a much bigger idea. It's always about the goal. But you don't want to make the goal bigger. You want to make the idea of yourself bigger. The bigger the idea, the goals become effortless. The more you measure to what you're doing every day and beating your personal best every day and being in control of your thinking, because that's the biggest responsibility that we have is nobody can control our thinking but us. And working with a bigger level of awareness, then it becomes effortless. So right now, whenever this episode airs, is the perfect time to do this exercise of seeing what it is that you need to release and going through the process of releasing it. But beyond right at a new year or right now, when is a good cadence for people to reevaluate what they may need to release in their life and do so? When something keeps showing up that they don't want. Okay. When they have that energy like, you know, I'm around this person, all they do is complain. Or I'm in, I keep making the same error over and over again, but I keep doing it. And another good one is constantly negotiating with ourselves. Like we want to release that. It's a very self-sabotaging behavior. We've all done it, but we want to release that. So anything that keeps coming up that's sabotaging us, we want to be aware of it and get to the cause of it. 
If you get to the cause, you're going to know what you need to release easily. You're going to know. And this takes understanding you. There's no question about it. But the more you understand you and the more you're honest with you, the more effortless your life is going to become. So, but you've got to understand you and you've got to work in harmony with the law. The law, anytime you're struggling, you're working against the law. Anytime you're thriving, you're working in harmony with the law. The law is working all the time. And our job is to be in control of our thinking. And it is done before we start. We think, feel, and act like that person. That is working with the law. Energy is. So wherever we put our energy, we're going to go. So I could say, like, right now, I'm in Paris. My mind goes to Paris. I bet you everybody who listened to this thought about the Eiffel Tower. Or they thought about an experience that they were thinking about if they've been to Paris. Right away, our mind goes there. Well, we can go there with a bigger idea of ourselves, the opposite idea of what we want to release. And that's what's going to create your next jump, your next significant quantum leap. And every single person listening to this, a quantum leap is your birthright. You can absolutely create it. But you have to desire that interchange. And to make interchange, you have to release. Araj, this is so good. And I just, I hope that everybody listening to this understands how good this is, how important this is, and how impactful this can be. You know, this whole episode, again, was very action oriented. There was lots of action steps throughout the episode. But since we end every episode with an action step, do you want to kind of make everything really concise on what the action step is for today? Well, I want you to think about what do you want more than anything else? And then in order to achieve that, what do I need to release? And make a list. And don't release them all at once. Do one at a time. And then do the opposite. Let's say the first thing is negotiating with yourself. Say, I'm releasing negotiating with myself. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And until you build that is where it's automatized, where it would be harder not to do than to do, you don't move on to number two. See, a lot of people are trying to make all these changes at once. And one change in your habit will create a massive jump in your life. So make that list of your top five that you want to release over the next six months. What are the top five over the next six months that I want to release? You do number one first. Once you automatize number one, you do number two. And that's what you want to do. Perfect. Araj, thank you for another amazing episode. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review and share this with your friends and family to help us reach more people with the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. We'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks, Araj. Thanks, Mikey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7-Figure Standard.